All right, we all on here? We all good on here? I did it that time. It's working. All right, we're all, we're recording. Welcome to the Caleb and Brian and Nate Hour, Hour, Hour of all the times we get together and talk to the people who we don't see their faces, but who hear our voices. This is a really long intro. (laughs) Hey, people that we don't see your faces, but that you listen to us. But we like you. There's always uh, infinitely more of you than I think, because when I expect to see downloads, I expect to see zero, and there's <laughs> more than zero. So, pretty cool. Anyway, I'm Brian. Welcome to myself. That's a weird way to do it, too. Like, the host just welcomes <laughs> himself. <laughs> this is Welcome, up to Brian. a really smooth start here. Yeah, I got, uh, got my good friend Caleb here. Caleb, hello. Yellow. I mean, hey yo. Was that YOLO? <laughs> YOLO. And, that's yeah. You only live right now. You is only live on aunts. Aunts. Mhm. And then we got uh, DNG uh, showing up. How's it Hello! going? Hello, Doctor Nathan Gooch. So. All right. Caleb, was it your kids that are the ones that say hey all the... No, that's Brian's kids. That's my, yeah, and he my, hates it, so that's why I say it whenever I remember. Kids. I think of that every time I say it, and I say it a lot. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't worry about Caleb making good first impressions on people. So Caleb can say hey all he wants, but when my kids are supposed to be like, hello, nice to meet you, and they go, hey it's not good. It's uh, not good at all. So, what do you mean? Kids I get the if, benefit of the doubt, right? Like, yeah, I mean, all kids are are charming to a certain extent when they're young, but I swear, if my daughter's first word is "heyo," I'm gonna leave my whole family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a little bit of a an aside. Like, I tried really hard to get Sawyer, my my oldest, to like say "brains" as as her first word because brains, brains, yeah, like a little zombie. <laughs> they I can't like say that, anything else but brains that br sound would be pretty tough right it didn't work obviously she'd she'd be saying like banes like like from batman <laughs> or from was... capital investing bane capital <laughs> bane capital uh i don't remember what my kids first words were does that make me a bad dad no nah, they were probably like dada or mama it's not like nothing and then something one day it's like a gradient of a bunch of nonsense turning into something kind of someday right <laughs> i just Al- alex's was like patricide that's his first word <laughs> it's like well that's great that's uh, something to look forward to you're out later. of the house <laughs> Hey yo, uh, Patricide. So, so Caleb, when we were talking before we started recording, you said that you were thinking about buying some uh, exercise equipment, and it was uh, really expensive or something. How how did your experience go? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. So I thought might as well take action. I said it on the podcast. Time to buy some stuff, right? I can yep. do this for under a thousand dollars. I got a little bit of cash for the pandemic. I guess that means I'm privileged. Anyway, so I go on to like all the websites looking for exactly what you said to get, right? Like a bench press bench and a squat rack and then like a what the seven foot Olympic bar with 300 pounds. And so the first two things are pretty easy to find, but without the weight, like they're kind of pointless is what I was thinking. And weight 
weight costs infinity dollars okay not that much but like what that link that you sent me that was sold out it was what like 250 was that it for 300 pounds in an olympic yeah yeah which is a really good deal yeah that same set anywhere that i googled around is like 800 dollars right now so i don't know if that's like part well to do with the virus and part to do with new year's resolutions but good grief i i think uh i think it's exclusively having to do with the virus because yeah. uh so i went even just uh a few months ago i went to buy some more plates i just wanted like two more 45 pound plates right and mm-hmm. uh i went around looking and they we went to three different stores and they were sold out uh, and we finally went to like the hoity-toity store uh here in farmington that's like the super like you know, I didn't even know it existed because it's too upscale for me to shop at. <laughs> okay. And they had lots of weights, but they were like four fifty a pound, you know. So for like nine ninety pounds, it was like five hundred bucks. Yeah, Just like uh, okay, well, you're not gonna buy these though. It's so also... crazy because it's just like they used to be just like plastic filled with concrete, right? Well, they still are, basically. I guess there's some well, right. like solid cast, metal. Well, right, cast iron or whatever, but essentially, yeah, something that's heavy. Like... Actually, uh, so that's that's actually what you should do, though, Caleb, is that you should just make your own. <laughs> yeah, there you go. DIY weight. Well, I watched a whole YouTube video about that once. These guys made them out of concrete. Uh, they... they just made a port of mold and then just, just made, like, big dumbbells. Uh, oh, was, nice. When I was living in the Philippines, we had weights like that. They were just uh, a bar with concrete on the ends. Yeah, perfect. So it only has to be like, heavy. Yeah, can you make like the bumper plates though, right? So you can slot on it, slot them onto your bar or whatever. No, these were just these were some just a bar on. and some concrete. Yeah, <laughs> permanent permanent <laughs> weight never some, changes. Somebody uprooted a stop sign. That's like right what it is. Well, chunk yeah. of concrete on one end. Okay, so maybe you could uh, you can get a lot of work accomplished with just a nice pair of, of adjustable dumbbells as well. Yeah. Uh, so so right. So I've been on the Facebook Marketplace looking for those, and it turns out like you should just go to Bowflex because they're cheaper at the Bowflex store than on Facebook Marketplace. Like I don't I don't understand what people are thinking. I forget that Facebook Marketplace is a thing. Is that better than KSL or what? I don't know. I, so I kind of been getting Mandy excited about it too. So she's the one that's been looking on Facebook. I tried KSL and there was nothing um, like free weight wise, at least in the health and exercise portion, which I thought would be where it would live. So sometimes you know I think, I, well, I think private sellers, they tend to really want more money than they deserve for a lot of stuff on there anyway. Right. It's like they want full price back for the thing they bought. That's mm-hmm. true. Uh, but plus, like plus plus 10% for the patina. Right. So I had a but I had a, when I bought my my bench, I actually found it on KSL but it was I bought it from a store. They were like going out of business or they were a used uh fitness store. So it was like basically a brand new bench but it was only like 50 bucks. Oh yeah, that's awesome. You, you know, cuz it was uh you can find stuff like that. So if you can uh, and you there might actually be uh used sporting equipment stores. I know there's one up here called like Play It Again or something like that. Usually, I think that's for like more like football and basketball and stuff. But they could have weight equipment there. You never know. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, so right. I don't know what. I guess I'm just gonna keep looking and wait for that drop off of New Year's resolutions, right? 
Yep. Wait, wait for that for mine to begin or something. Well, so. that's a, that's not good though. So you should still move forward by just doing some other, like you should just do like a bunch of push-ups and sit-ups and squats. Sure. The couch, the 5k while prices of weights go down. Yeah. But on the, so speaking of doing something on the other front, right, which was trying to make some passive income, I set up accounts with a, quite a few different things that I needed to get started on the print on demand side of things. Right. So nice, man, now I nice. just need to, whatever, put up a design and market it on Instagram. Ew. Ew. Did I? Right. Ew. Ew. I think that's how you have to do it. That's one of the ways that people suggest for sure. At least, yeah, at least at, at, at least at first for that uh, Teespring site. So your first couple of sales, sales you have to kind of um, get them organically. But then once you have generated a reputation score or something like that, then Teespring itself will start promoting some of your, you know, will start provo- promoting your designs for you. But the right. first couple you have to get by yourself. No, I looked, I looked into it too after you had mentioned it and, and made a bunch of stuff that was pretty fun. So, What is uh, this? T- so this is like t-shirts or something? We didn't talk yeah. about this on the podcast. Yes. We yeah, did. We did. You definitely talked about passive income, but you didn't talk about opening a bunch of accounts and advertising on Instagram to sell we t-shirts. Talked about, we talked about uh, print-on-demand t-shirts where they print and do all of the, the cost management and shipping and everything. Right. So essentially you come up with the design, you submit it to Teespring is what it's called. You choose is the is the name of the website. You choose like, oh, look at that. Craig decided to leave. Anyway. See ya. So, yeah, you decide to um, or like what color of shirt to print it on and what quality of the shirt. And you set your own price. And then what Teespring does is when someone you know, you drive someone either through Instagram or they find the store through Teespring or Facebook or whatever, and they want to buy that shirt, then Teespring will take a portion of it, a flat fee always, right? $12. And then whatever your markup is, they'll send that to you in cash. And the good part about it is, is that you don't have to carry any inventory and Teespring takes care of all of the the shipping and the customer service and the inventory and the collection of money, like all of that stuff is all taken care of for you. So your job is only to come up with designs and then count your money if they're good, I guess. Something like that. Yep. Sounds pretty good deal. It is pretty cool as long as you can get noticed, right? That's mm-hmm. what you were talking about with Instagram. Because a lot of people do it, so it's not like it's the only thing. Uh, yeah. There's a couple of uh, yep. there's a couple other of other websites out there that do similar things too that are worth looking into. I think Redbubble is a really good one to look into as well. Yeah. Yep. Redbubble and then also um, like Merch by Amazon or something is another print-on-demand yep. site. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I was uh, screwing around with Redbubble this week. Uh, just I've been having fun because I have a, a fairly nice um, just like art drawing program that I that I like to use. Mm-hmm. And so I made a couple of designs. I made uh, like a parody design of like the Mandalorian uh, and threw it up on there. Like I made, it was called like the dad, the Dadalorian or something. <laughs> nice. I, nice. It, it was really dumb. And today I got an email that said it was copyright struck by Disney. So nice. They got it. They the got Dadalorian it. already. Yeah. Huh? I can't They're believe like, even they, way they too found close. it that fast. 
even though they even though I can't imagine that that you can copyright strike something that's like not the actual thing, right? It's your it's your own original artwork. So it's yeah. it's my own original artwork, and it's not even the thing. <laughs> yeah, still, I think I think the bigger part, like you could even take a screenshot of the show and turn it into a T-shirt if you um if you just used the screenshot as like your reference and you drew the art yourself. Yep. And then at the so end of all... the day, it looks exactly the same one-to-one comparison. They can't copyright strike that. But they do. And the only record, it's it's one of those things, right, where where you can either appeal it, where you have to appeal and like... Fight the their team not, of it, lawyers. The, yeah, the, art, the odds are not in your favor on the appeal, right? Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, or it's like, you can do nothing. And I was like, I don't really care. I was just kind of messing around with this. <laughs> but also, it's pretty funny. So, in other Star Wars news, did you guys hear that EA lost exclusivity to Star Wars for video I did, games? I did not hear that. That's amazing. I heard that. The internet is aflame with with joy as a result. A hopefully, hopefully, they give it to CD Projekt Red, and then we can have oh, another yeah, terrible please. Star Wars game. <laughs> please bless. Oh, man. Uh, oh Apparently, they're, do, they're going with an open world game that's based off of whatever that other... You know what I'm Ubisoft. talking about, right, Caleb? Yeah, those guys. Yeah, yeah I think it's just going to be Assassin's Assassin Creed Star Wars. It's going to yeah. be Assassin's Manda Creed Tatooine. Oh, yeah. no. Can we, we, we probably should <laughs> quit saying these Star Wars words, otherwise we're going to get copyright struck. These so. guys are dang it. Yeah, go ahead. Take us for all we're worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah take, take it all. <laughs> I did, I'm not associated with these people. <laughs> No, just immediately disavow. <laughs> disavow. Disney is Nate's a uh, true you, friend. You don't go against the mouse. The mouse always wins. Uh, the mouse has brass knuckles. <laughs> uh, yeah, or that I've seen that meme where they put Mickey's head on on uh, like Thanos's body, and he's just gobbling up, you know, franchises. <laughs> With the Infinity Gauntlet, the Seriously. latest jewel was like Marvel as it gets sucked into place. That's ridiculous, dude. Well, I wish you the best in your in your uh, thing. I'll uh, I'll buy a T-shirt if you make a good design. That's <laughs> okay. Sounds good. I'll help you get your uh, your over your uh, trust score so you can uh, get some advertising. What you should do right is take on. Brian's uh, design and upload it and see what. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's gonna get immediately copyright struck copyright struck in both of your accounts just yeah. immediately get banned so, so the nice thing about like redbubble is that you don't have to there is no trust score they just immediately start right. marketing it so uh that's a little bit better but their quality overall is maybe a little bit worse in terms of print yeah so and the other cool thing too with the, all three of those sites um Redbubble, Teespring, and Am- Merch by Amazon is that they're not exclusive. So if you come up with a design, you can put it on all three sites. Yep, that's cool. Anyway, that's me. How are you guys' goals doing? Nate, have you painted the painting? I've uh, started one. It's not. I got all month to finish it. Come on, man. Um, it's been kind uh, well, of a okay. stressful. Well, what about your game? Tell <laughs> me been... about your... Your push-ups, your milkshakes. I wish that I had a like a way to show you the picture that I'm holding right now. I've got like 
one third of the first coat down. So, I mean, it's not terrible. I'm drawing a picture of a dragon. A dragon? Yeah. It's actually coming together, like, not Dad's not next terribly. to it? <laughs> no, not yet, but, you know, the future Wait, so coats. You're, pa you're painting a picture, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, painting. Of a dragon, not drawing one. Well, did I say drawing? I meant painting. I don't know. I heard what I wanted to hear. <laughs> Sometimes, in fact, this happens quite frequently to me, um, is that in my head, I say uh, something, but my mouth says something different. And I don't realize it until someone points it out to me. And so well, that could be a good example of it where I'm like, I'm painting a picture of a dragon. And in my mind, yep, painting. I'm even like visualizing the painting process as I'm saying it. Must then, be nice. Well, I, I just, uh, I just <laughs> wanted to ask. It's like you said drawing. I just heard it last time because you had said specifically that uh, drawing skills don't necessarily translate over and that you weren't working on your drawing, so. Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm, I'm not drawing a... I have a source material for the dragon, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, but are you just like, look, you're just looking at it and then painting? Yeah. That's cool. Which is different from, from drawing the, the dragon from scratch, which, is a, which I would say is a skill that I have 0% right. in. Hey, so regardless of how it looks when you're done, can we make it our new like uh, <laughs> podcast album... Picture like, cover thing? No asking. That's not a not an ask. That's a demand. I mean, I will steal it. Are you sure it, you want this one? And you don't want the picture of Cain from Nod? <laughs> Just kidding. Remember I told you about painting Did your Cain? Explode? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do remember that actually. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll make a, a dragon that is uh -oh, I don't a, anybody. A, worthy of a tiny thumbnail. Nice. What about yeah, you, Brian? Hello? It's going good. Thanks for asking, Caleb. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Is Brian oh. dead? He's dead. All right. Um, here's a quote. I've been, I watched a YouTube video about, like, quit your job and follow your passion. And um, it was really good, actually. It helped put some little bit of perspective in my oh yeah we can't hear you brian oh can you hear me i i just lost you guys for like two minutes yeah can... you're back yeah so well, the audacity probably recorded but yeah we couldn't hear you through discord for a second that'll be interesting for you to mix up because his audacity was probably recording the whole time and it's going to be uh, a huge mess actually i'm just going to leave it from there no i'm just going to leave it so it's what fine. i heard what I just heard is I asked Nate if I could use his cover, and then there was just silence. <laughs> and so then I was like, oh, are you, is, are you that awkward about it? And <laughs> may, maybe you are. Yeah, yeah, we were waiting for you to say something, and it just wasn't coming. So then I think I asked you, like, hey, how are your goals going? But then you didn't say a word, so we're like, hmm. He left. Caleb was telling a good, a good story there. Sorry about, about that, guys. About follow your passion, which I disagree yeah, yeah. with. Yeah, no, it's that... Uh, tell, tell me again. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, so it's obviously a topic that interests me, but that that whole, you know, saying, quit your job and follow your passion. Well, I just watch a YouTube video that said, like, man, there's, like, lots of assumptions, assumptions and no conditions in that... Um, 
that statement, right? And he spent a whole, I don't know, 10 minute video to come up with this, which I think is much better, which says, assuming a certain level of freedom, go all out in both directions so that you can learn your limits. Then make a base level of income to meet your needs and the needs of your dependents while using the rest of your time to pursue something that excites you. Ideally, this something would be high risk and high reward. And you'd work in a direction of creating a life where you have the option to say no to things that drain you of energy. And then all the while reassessing your limits and aims as you grow as a person. Anyway, like a, I like that a, a lot. Sounds I like feel a perfect like the, fit for you, Caleb. I feel like the slogan needs to be workshopped a little bit. It might be a little long. <laughs> it's a little yeah, long. so that's what he, he talked about. He's like, look, man, this is long. It's not catchy. It's like, quit your job and follow your passion. But no, I mean, it spoke to me a lot, right? Like, I have a family. I got to pay the bills and, right? A lot of assumptions in the word job, right? That's something that you hate, but maybe not, you know? Anyway, so this yeah, is yeah. This, this podcast with you dudes is like, one of the things that excites me maybe that's the the passion part and that's the other thing you said like why is it an either or like why can't you do both right why can't you have a job and also follow your passion so anyway yeah and also like some people's passion is like crack sure sure <laughs> sure yeah right so, like i mean you could you could follow that passion for a bit and then maybe just die or pro- probably just die. Uh, some yeah, passions it, are just as useless as crack. In your longer, in your longos, longer slogan, it, it doesn't necessarily say passion, right? It says like, follow something that's uh, high risk, high reward. That, that excites you. That excites you, yeah. So that also could be crack, I guess. Never mind. <laughs> high risk, high reward. <laughs> yeah, what's the reward? Uh, it's the crack. It's the crack. That's the new name for the podcast. It's the uh, crack. Release the crack in. Yeah, I bet no one's ever called anything that before. I don't even but understand it's... what it's referencing to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's um, the hook. Let's see. My goals are going pretty good. You, I think you said you asked. Um, yeah, no, I, de- I definitely did. Yep, I've been sticking pretty good to my diet. Uh, dropped probably about 12 pounds since the first of the year, which is pretty good. Holy crap! Still like 14, taking a picture every you're day. You're losing a pound every day. Yeah, that's easy to do when you weigh 5,000 pounds, Nate. Uh, that's incredible. That's really but good. But yeah, I'm really, really sticking to my workouts. Uh, the thing that honestly has been the hardest is just uh, walking on the treadmill for 30 minutes because it's really boring. Um, cause so like, I thought you watched I, like a show. I do. Can you but find something it, that? Yeah. So I do. I do all that. Uh, and I, it's not that I don't do it. And watching a show definitely helps. Uh, but like, there's something about just doing it, especially because I want to. I want to do it first thing in the morning. Uh, where like if I'm tired, because I usually will get up with Emma at night. Uh, and like when I get up and I try to to do at least that part before I start work. Like, I'm just kind of like, and I just kind of have to get on there and do it. But I have to say that, like, it's the weirdest thing because it has made, like, the hugest difference in terms of just how my body feels overall. Uh, I think I told you guys, did I tell you guys about, like, how I was having, like, hip pain? Like, I was having a lot of left hip pain. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and how you were almost angry, right? Like, oh man, yeah. it's that easy if I would have just walked for ten minutes when I first woke up. Right. So yeah, so like I've with... been doing so I've been doing thirty minutes uh, every morning, and then sometimes I'll do another thirty minutes at night uh, if I'm watching TV with my kids or something. I'll just uh, walk on the treadmill while they do that because it's really easy because we have the kind of the setup that allows for that. Um, but so probably after the first like ten days, I would say like my pain decreased like seventy five percent. And then, like, after the last, like, you know, five more days, like, I don't have any at all. So, like, uh, it really did just kind of fix it, which is kind of dumb. But, I mean, awesome, obviously. Yeah, but awesome. <laughs> and I do, think that, I do think that it is specific to the way that I walk on the treadmill, too. Because I watched – I don't even remember what I watched. Uh, it, was, it, was pro- it was probably some mobility and flex- flexibility uh, video on YouTube a long time ago. Because uh, he talked about the difference between uh, Americans and Russians. I don't know why it was. I think the guy, there was a guy that was Russian on the show or something. And they said that Americans and Russians walk really differently. And how they walk actually contributes to hip flexor tightness. And Russians have really loose hip flexors because they lead with, like, their their gut when they walk. Like, they just walk kind of <laughs> kind of <laughs> leaned back with, like, their gut out. And so, actually, like, when I walk on the treadmill, like, I will I will lean back and kind of lead with my gut a little bit. And I will feel, like, that like that stretch in my hip flexors when I do it. And so, I just, I've been doing that, like, for 30 minutes every day, basically. And now, like, I don't have any pain in them at all. So, I'm going to write a book called How to Walk Like a Russian. And pick <laughs> I'm going to pull up some YouTube videos pick of Russians walking. I don't. I mean, I don't even understand. But I guess there's just a lot. Of, Americans tend to lean forward when they walk, and uh, Russians lean back when they walk. I guess. <laughs> I wonder why. I mean, who knows? Who knows if that's even true? Uh, but uh, whatever the guy said on the thing was true, and oh, it obviously has helped me. It's true now. All right. While well, you've been talking, Brian, I did a quick calculation. So, how many days do you think it takes me to lose the amount of weight that you lose in one day? I don't even know if we can do that. Like pounds or percentage? How many pounds? So he loses one pound a day. Pound for pound. How many days do you think it takes me to lose one pound? Seven. I don't know, 14. Ten days. Yeah. Well, ask me when I... So what what did your weight start at? Like 200 pounds? Yeah. Ask me how long it takes me to lose a pound when I weigh 200 pounds. Because it, it does significantly, uh, uh, you know, decrease the less you weigh, for sure. You know, I do think that you're probably working out a lot more than I am, too. So that's a big part of it. I am, my... where I am working out a lot. But, man, I do, like, figuring out what diet works for me is really, really hard and really important. So I've been really dialing in my nutrition. And, like, so for one thing, for example, like, I don't eat any sugar at all. Like... Uh, or at least stuff that would be considered like a sugary type treat, right? Like I don't have ice cream. I don't eat cookies. I don't do anything like that. I don't really add sugar to anything. Uh, the sweetest stuff that I eat every day is fruit. I eat a little bit of fruit every day. Um, so that's kind of something I'm pretty strict about. But even managing carbohydrates is pretty hard because I think my body's really, really sensitive to it. And so if I have too many, then I just kind of will stall out. So Have you found like your uh, fruit? getting sweeter i think everything tastes sweeter in fact i so i i usually make some sort of protein shake which will have so i'll I'll make i'll put like either some almond milk or like some milk 
and then I'll just take like a scoop of, of like whey protein or whatever that's like it's monk fruit sweetened or whatever, so it's not very sweet, right? And I'll, then I'll put mm-hmm. like half of half a banana and like half a cup of blueberries and like some spinach, and then I'll just drink that. And like even today when I drink it, I was like, this tastes too sweet. <laughs> like, like no added sugar necessary. <laughs> yeah. Even if I froze it in the freezer. It's yeah. Too sweet. So I'm so that it definitely. <laughs> Right, so that definitely is a thing where like your taste buds do kind of adapt uh, to how things taste. So that's good. But I, I do, I, I am, uh, I am trimming down a little bit. Uh, you know, I don't just weigh myself. I also take measurements and stuff. Um, well, and those... you're taking a picture every day too, right? Still. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Almost. I, well, I think I, I might have missed a day or two, but like uh, not like in consecutively. But yeah, still taking one every day. So we'll see. Did For you people are wondering. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, let's finish that thought. But it's going to be just gonna a little say, bit of a change. I was just going to say, like, if like you know, one of the a, a good measurement for general health that has nothing to do with your weight, but with your size. Like, if you if you measure your waist, which is like the circumference of your body around like your belly button, right? You want that to be less than 40 inches, uh, or else the markers go up quite high for risk of different various diseases. So. That's what I'm trying to get down because I'm definitely over that 40. So around just around your belly button. Yep. I, I believe that. That's where I put on my weight. Yeah. Well, that and it, that affects men. It tends to affect men more than women. I, I well, I mean that's that's the measurement for men too. I don't even know what the actual measurement for women is, off the top of my head. But yeah, men tend to carry weight in their belly area, and so one way to know if you're healthy. And that's a better measurement than just straight up BMI too. A lot of times, if you're really healthy, although BMI is a good way to to guess when you're first starting if you might need to drop a few lbs. <laughs> right. You know, like there, like people will say, like, oh, you know, like I'm big boned. It's like, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm I'm a little too short for how much I weigh. That's that's what you should say. A little a little too short for how I weigh. I need to be eight and a half feet tall. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm six foot three, uh, and it still says my BMI is over. So, yeah, it's definitely not great as a measurement. Uh, so Nate, what you were gonna say something else? Yeah, I was just gonna ask you what other goals you're working on this year that aren't like fitness related, because I don't remember if we talked about that last time. Oh, um, so I told you guys I've been taking a lot of cold showers. Remember? Yeah. Uh, so that I still do that, and that's been going pretty good. Uh, to the point now where like. Uh, you know, like when you first turn on a shower and you kind of stick your hand in the water to see if it's like going to be too cold to get in. That's just when you jump right in. Yeah. Now I just get in. I don't even turn, turn the shower on like while you're in. Uh, Yeah. I just, I'm just in. Man. Yeah. I have to wait like 30 seconds before I even test the water. (laughs) Turn the water on, go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then it might be safe enough to test it. Yep, and so then another thing I wanted I wanted to learn how to draw a little bit better this year, because uh, I've had the the digital technology for like a long time, and I used to like to do it a lot when I was a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. I was really interested in art, but I never really put the time to like learn how to use the software in a way that's advantageous, you know? Because there's so many cool things you can do now with all the like the layering that you can do and different ways of shading and different just brushes and tools at your disposal. So I wanted to like actually learn how to do that semi-effectively see what kind of stuff i could make um, that's really cool if if yeah. you're interested in like watching other people and and learning from them 
um, as I've been trying to find videos of and examples of people painting, um, I find about a hundred of those digital drawing videos on Twitch or on YouTube for every one that I, of oil painting that I see. So uh, right. I think those are some good sources where people are, are doing I, tutorials and drawing and stuff. Yep. And then I set just kind of more of like a general goal just to like use my like money well this year, you know, either making sure that I'm saving correctly, investing correctly, that kind of stuff. Just I want to make sure that I don't, you know, miss the opportunity to to be smart with that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, you for know, sure. Not overspend it. So, and I, you know, Tori and I have always been pretty frugal, so it's always been nice. But I just want to, you know, it's it's not enough nowadays just to put money like in a savings account or something, right? Because really, just loses value while it's in there. So I've been yep. trying to be better about that kind of stuff. Man, I have an, an announcement on that front. Like, I paid off my UHEA student loans Hey, um, no way. this oh, week. Nice. Dang, dude. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So that was like a like a $80 bill. So cash flow, 80 more bucks a month that I've been paying for a more long bucks. time. Are you snowballing that somewhere else? Into the t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, that, I need to do that, right? But so the cool thing about the print-on-demand is like it's zero capital, right? You don't have yeah, to have any cool. any type of uh, down for any of that. I already got a computer, and I pay for the internet, so that's all you need. But um, no, Brian. So to answer your question a little bit more, I guess I guess what I really did was write myself a consolidation loan. So I put it on my uh, personal line of credit and I'll just put every penny I make into the line of credit until that's paid down. Um, mm. But the cool thing about that type of consolidation loan that I wrote myself is, is that it's, it's uh, way more flexible than a loan because if I need a little money, I can take it from the line of credit when I need to do something, you know what I mean? But yep. as long as your monthly cash flow, which is your income minus your expenses is great enough then you'll pay that line of credit down um and by parking your money inside of that line of credit then you pay less interest because the line of credit interest is calculated like on a daily rate so yeah so if you park your par your paycheck in the line of credit and not in your checking account then you'll you'll pay overall lower interest even though it's like a higher interest rate than the student loan it's kind of weird. We can definitely talk about it a lot more, but I've, man, I've used this technique for quite a while now, and I really, really like it. It's That's called vel velocity banking. Velocity. Yep. So yeah. So there you go. That bill is taken care of. No more UHEA student loans. Nice student loans. You never get away from them until you do. Right. So is now that you've paid those off, um, Biden's going to make sure and forgive all student loans across the whole country. But that's fine. I still have plenty of federal loans left. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll leave those alone until. So with the federal loans, right? Like I haven't had to pay a payment for them almost this whole year since April or something. So. Yeah, definitely yeah. waiting to see what the new administration's going to do before trying to velocity bank those down. I wonder how upset the people that paid their student loans will be. I mean, I'm probably upset, but you should never count anybody else's money, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's just a bad idea. It, it doesn't lead you anywhere except being disgruntled no matter what you're doing. Right. 
Right? Yeah, that's that whole comparing yourself to somebody else instead of, yeah, you know, yourself tomorrow, whatever. Like, like for example, like, Tori and I bought our first house in 2012, and we sold it in 2014, and we took basically 80% of what we made from uh, selling our house and paid off our student loans. That Mm -hmm. was, and so we, you know, we essentially came out of the selling of our house at completely zero debt, which was cool, but also, but also zero liquid zero dollars, right? From anything. The yeah. Yeah. Yep. They, we had like, uh, probably like three grand left, I think. And we used that to buy a nice bed. So that was, <laughs> that was nice. Uh, and it's been great ever since, uh, before that we were sleeping on a hand-me-down mattress that, you know, might not have been the best for everybody's back. And so, right. Yeah, I got a I got a nice bed out of the deal, but it did feel good to be debt free. But I'm I'm not gonna spend my time, you know, complaining that uh, the government owed me the whatever money for the student loans. You know, it's just not gonna do any good. So, I I would I would advocate just paying it off yourself anyway. But obviously, waiting until this administration does whatever it is they're doing. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Like like, <laughs> yeah. I guess I won't slap a gift horse in the mouth or whatever. But I'm totally prepared to pay off the you know, my student loans that I acquired. And for the longest time, I didn't think that I had any way to do that. But this, uh, this banking technique, I, I mean, I do have hope, right, that I can chunk it down. And even, I mean, maybe even after, it won't even take that long, like two years, maybe at the most, and then be done with those too, right? So. Yeah, nice, for sure. So good job, everybody. We're all we all been doing our goals and keeping at it. So look yeah, yeah, forward yeah. to hearing more about it. Should we play some quick D and D? Let's oh, do yeah. it. Let's do it D to it. D and or D. All right, you guys get your characters up. Yeah, we're yeah I got mine up. All right. All right. So if you remember last so, time. Just one one thing. So I did switch a little stats around. I realized I had no idea what barbarians did. So I took my. Um, you gave yourself some more decks. Yes, right. And I <laughs> so the eight from decks went to intelligence. So I am a dumb barbarian as they should be, and my twelve from intelligence went to dexterity. Nice. That will help with your unarmored defense. By one. Oh, two. I guess it's a whole swing of two because I had minus one in dexterity. So that so, really was hurting my armor class. I like this. So now yeah, I'm also an eight in intelligence. So we're just like two dumb idiots. Oh, so you, this is just the, the dumb campaign now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and listen to this. I created really? a backstory for my guy. Uh, you want to hear it real quick? I definitely do. But then I'll be embarrassed that I haven't created one for my guy. So I just went and picked one of the the built-in backgrounds, but I liked it so much. Um, failed mer- merchant. <laughs> so <laughs> I was a guy who tried to be a merchant but sucked at it, and uh, and I'm saying that it's it's because he was an idiot and and too uh, trusting, and so the guy my guy always trusts what the other person says. <laughs> Uh, and so, like when when I try to make a deal as a merchant, then um, then I just get screwed over because the other person would wheel and deal, and I just believe them. Nice. And then also, like, uh, also part of it is since my guy's like a, a sorcerer, 
um, and he's got like this wild magic coming up all over the place that uh, maybe that comes into part of the it's the failing franchise as well oh yeah it was like scaring people away or something <laughs> or their <laughs> their crock pot blew up moments yep. down the road yeah, see, I, I just see, see you being like, I got this nice bar of gold to sell. Who? How much money are you give me for this bar of gold? And somebody like, I'll give you two nickels. Like, <laughs> oh, that sold. sounds sounds fair. Two is more than one. I got exactly. one bar for two nickels. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving up in the world. Exactly. But then, uh, but then, um, to go against that a little bit, I did get spells, and one of the spells is distort value, where I can make something <laughs> seem <laughs> twice as. <laughs> twice as valuable as it really is <laughs> so it's just all uh, kinds of idiocy going on that's a cool spell yeah i think we should you should be able to use that liberally in in a role-playing sense like don't just think of it in terms of buying and selling okay well it is a first level spell so maybe if it's in role-playing i'd use it as, like as a cantrip then how's that sound uh sure yep whatever so like <laughs> no Use it as a spell. It'll be fine. But I'm just saying, like, it's really funny. You can be like, oh, in a selling situation, you could use it. But also, if somebody really likes, like, their dad, you could, like, make him twice as valuable. (laughs) (laughs) I really like that. (laughs) You know, or doesn't like him, right? It's like somebody's kind of lukewarm on, like, asking somebody to prom. And then you're like, well, now they're really hot on it. So it's basically a love potion. That's what I'm saying. It's probably not how the rules work, but I don't really care. It doesn't matter. All right, so we're to the we're to the adventures of Sam Squanch and Daryl. And Daryl. And you've just come back from your test uh, that was proctored by the Herald of the Order of Passing Time. And uh, she came back, and you, and you guys passed the test. You're able to get all the medallions back into the altar, uh, jump out of the fake thing that she had sent you to. And now she's like, well, great job, you guys. You really solved the puzzle there. Um, by the way, Caleb, uh, you have, uh, I put into your character sheet that you have the spoon knife. Oh, nice. I'm going to So I think if you look at your it. equipment, it should have something called spoon, spoon. knife. Spoon knife. That's right there. It's a battle axe. It's a, it's a big spoon with a knife on the end. It's a battle axe. So... Uh, that you got from Grog the Half-Ogre. Poor guy. He just wanted to make dwarf soup. So, she says, uh, you guys are ready to take your first uh, adventure as full members of the Order, if you're still willing to be members of the Order. And if you're not, I'll probably kill you. So let's, <laughs> let's do it. I'm excited to see what our first mission is. I feel like uh, 007. All right, she ha- so she hands you back the medallions. She's like, these are your special medallions. These are will let you teleport to the places that you need to go. Um, your first place that we need you to go to uh, is to a gnomish town, the town of Noman Sucks. Noman Sucks. <laughs> Noman Sucks. And there you need to meet with the local sheriff, Flurd Durd. <laughs> Great. Who needs help investigating a murder? Are you guys ready to go, or do you need some time to equip yourself? <laughs> I got my trusty spoon knife. I'm ready to go. Which of That's these five? Like which of these five medallions uh, allows me to teleport to Nome Yeah, because we got all kinds of medallions out of that adventure we went on last time. She's well, like, I might uh, need can to, 
I might oh, need to ahead. rest, I guess, because I raged once. Yeah, go ahead. She's like, fine, go ahead. Take a take a nice long rest. Uh, get all your 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 things back, all your <laughs> rages. Put those put those back in your pocket. Yep. She's like, uh, by the way, uh, bar or, uh, the uh, dwarf guy. You know, I uh, I had a, a surplus of uh, knickknacks that I thought you might be interested in purchasing. Oh, let's hear about them. <laughs> oh, so this uh, bit of string that I found over there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> used to be over here, but now it's over there. I, some sort of magic traveling string. If it's you're, moved. Uh, interested. It, wow. it moved. Uh, may or may not have been on its own. But uh, what do you what do you think? Well, it's, uh, I mean, would you tell me? Would you think it's a good deal? Is it like something that I that I should get? Well, I wouldn't part for it uh, with it for any less uh, than uh, twenty gold. But for you, five gold <laughs> seems like a deal for my new initiate. <laughs> wow, that's a really good deal. Um, unfortunately, I don't have any money. Ah, uh, well, hand me your, hand me those medallions, uh, and I'll so that I can I can organize them for you. Ah, uh, okay, I give you the medallions. All right, so she just puts them in her pocket. <laughs> and then uh, she, it, <laughs> I want to sleight of hand them back into my pocket. All right, let's check this out here. I so have we're, proficiency we're gonna... and plus three. You have a plus three to uh, sleight of hand. Yeah. Here goes the dice. Ooh. You actually do sleight of hand them back. <laughs> uh, I so, may not uh, be smart, but I'm no uh, dummy. But it was, it, was, it was really kind of in an awkward way. Like, you're like, hey, come on, come on. And, like, you put your other hand in her other pocket. And so she's like, she's like, get it out of there. And while you were, like, rifling around in her other pocket, uh, by the way, you also got the piece of string. Nice. Uh, so good job. You got the string and the medallions, and then you were able to intuit because you're a sorcerer that you just it doesn't matter which medallion you use. You just push the one that that <laughs> is in the middle, and it just will send you to the place. Oh, cool. Oh wait, I don't know that. Yeah, and and you're watching too. And it, even though it's hard for you to translate uh, what's happening to other people to yourself on account of your low low intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> I have a plus one to wisdom, so I, I... she's like, she's like, hold on, hold on, and so she gives you guys, uh, she gives you guys these gloves, okay, and uh, they're they're finger like the, they're like weird fingerless gloves, but on oh, the shoot. back of them... I was hoping they were oven mitts. Okay, nope. weird fingerless, fingerless gloves. Fingerless gloves, like, but it's only, but it's it's each of you only get one glove, and on the back is a spot for your uh, medallion to kind of click into. Oh, okay. All right. I so want now. The right hand. So now she's like, you guys aren't like powerful enough to like travel on your own, but if you probably like high five, like it will make you know, <laughs> together. Uh, like high five the gloved hands together, or yeah, like free high five your together. high okay, five right, your, right. your gloved hands together. Uh, I guess technically you just need to touch them, but I'm trying to put it in like parlance that you guys would like understand on account of your low low intelligence. <laughs> got it. You gotta give your you gotta give your bro. Uh, a little what's up, and then you can go where you need to go. I immediately try for a high five without any more listening. All right, here we go. Two two tries for a high five on account of we roll for those for some yep. reason. Yeah. Ooh, a critical success for Nate's nice. high five. Uh, you, Caleb, you feel the high five from the palm of your hand all the way to the tip <laughs> of your toes. Yeah, uh, I didn't even try it, to give a high five and I got high fived. Yeah, and in a good way. Like you're like, oh, right. and, and and it you kind of are like, I, I probably will high five a little bit more in the future. Um, so then you you feel again that weird sensation of of your shadow kind of coming off of your body, 
uh, and everything goes dark. And then you wake up uh, in a field outside of a, of a small town full of small, small people. Uh, and you see that you're, that you're now in Nomen Sucks. I ask Daryl, do you think those are gnomes? Uh, how tall are they compared to me? Uh, so how tall are you, Daryl? I, I didn't roll for height. I'm just a dwarf. He's a hill dwarf. All right, Daryl. So they, they're coming up to your beard, Daryl. Their beard Oh, height. they're even smaller than I am. What a bunch of yep. babies. I tell them I think it's a city full of babies. <laughs> I, I'm inclined to agree because I'm a half orc. I think I'm probably pretty tall. Yeah, you're. Uh, I would say you're well over six and a half feet tall. Uh huh. So you're you're or, or one and a half Daryls as Daryl can do right? things. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I yell flirted. I just yell it. <laughs> you just yell it. Flirted. Uh, so uh, so se- several people uh, working in the fields around kind of poke their heads up and look at you, and and one kind of walks over. And he says as a gnome, he's like, What What did you say? I didn't understand a word that was coming out of your mouth. Do either I of only you speak gnome? Orc. No, <laughs> common in work. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I thought you'd speak gnome as a kind of coming to a gnome place. All right, all right. <laughs> also, we what was it you were screaming? Something about flirted. You want to talk to the sheriff? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah, where can we I find the sheriff? He's a ah, trouble. a bunch... Bunch of criminals come to turn yourselves in, eh? Nope. <laughs> I sleight of hand him. What does he have in yeah. his pockets? Oh, you want to rifle through his pockets? Yes, yeah, sleight of hand. Here we go. A sleight of hand check. Holy crap. And you are in his pockets. <laughs> uh, very good. Them? Very good roll. That was a 19 roll. Uh so plus your you know whatever twenty two so yeah you're you're both hands in his pockets and he's looking at Caleb he's looking at Sam Square <laughs> like straight up he's looking straight up into the the sky I'm just yeah he's checking like every pocket in his coat he's like uh, he's like oh great gnomes you're the you're the tallest person I'd ever did see the mm-hmm. tallest person and how the, many and the how many pieces of string do I find. So you don't find any string, but you do find five gold. Five oh, gold pieces. Oh, perfect. Just what I Oh, you're to, rich. Are you going to steal from this poor farmer? Yes. Don't do it. You're good. Don't do it. Um, I'm still good, and I can steal from him. It's fine. He's a poor farmer. I mean, he's not that poor. He's got five gold, but... Look, we're going we're gonna to make it uh, even trade with him. Uh, you know, this is just what happens. He's steal from babies. <laughs> <laughs> part of the merchant uh, code and immediately uh the very first action that's ever been taken uh criminal immediate, immediate criminal he's like oh he's like you guys picked a great day to come to the village uh, to see fleur dirt over there uh however uh, it's it's a great festival today there's gonna be lots of parties i had all my spending money i saved up for a whole year to go down to the save to go down to the party and I was going to spend it on all of the gnomon weed I could spend it. You know, you guys like <laughs> gnomon weed? weed. Yeah, mm. you crush it up and then you put it in a brew and it makes a nice ale, I think. Oh, I, I like that. I didn't expect I'm gonna the go. weed to go in that direction. Yeah, yeah let's go get some gnomon weed, Daryl. <laughs> yeah, Daryl. What's this guy's uh, name? My name, you ask? You ask my name? Well, yes. my name is Jiminy Jiminy. 
<laughs> Jiminy Jiminy, th thank you for helping us uh, get acquainted with your town and customs. I'm going to pay you five gold for all your help. Here you oh, go. Oh, five. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. It doubled my entire life savings. I can't <laughs> wait to see. He puts his hand in his pocket and he tries to look for his other gold. And he's like, oh, no. My other gold is gone. He just immediately is crestfallen. <laughs> Don't worry. It all evens out, just like Seinfeld. Seinfeld oh. the gnome. Oh, you know about Jerry, our great Jerry. leader, Seinfeld? <laughs> uh, I do, yeah, Jerry, yes. Jerry, Jerry, is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like, oh, great, great. Oh, well, uh, thank you. Thank you for making it up to me. I, I Now my wife won't beat me. All right, let's go. Uh, go over there to the town. There's a big thing in the middle of the town, and it's the sheriff's office. It says Sheriff Flurdard's office on the sign. Our signs are very literal. Is oh. it written in common, or is it written in gnomish? Would you be able to tell the difference? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what I'm asking is, can can you read? <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I don't know if I can read. <laughs> uh, I ask him for which one no, is the house no, that I probably can't read. He pointed, didn't he? I saw marching towards the sign that he pointed at. Oh, okay, we're good. All right, see you later. Oh, see you guys. I hope we see you there. It's going to be great. Uh, I deceive him into thinking that I really enjoyed that interaction. You did, Wait, so you want him to think that you liked it, but you didn't actually like it? Yes, that's, the, that's it. <laughs> so like a okay. persuasion, or so are you going to intimidate yes. him? So tell me, tell, so tell him... Uh, what you want him to think. Oh, like, this like, was a or, really great encounter. You're so very helpful. Is it obviously sarcastic? Or you're trying <laughs> yeah, well, to... Let's see if he can find out. <laughs> he's uh, he's like, oh, yeah, you are great too. Oh, yeah, that was really fun to meet two random weirdos in this field. Uh, two illiterate check. giants just pop out of the flowers. <laughs> yeah, he... Uh, he... <laughs> It's clear that he knows you're being kind of a jerk, and he's he's giving it right back. All right, I uh, give him a high five. I try to give him a high five <laughs> oh, on the way out. No. Oh, no. Which hand do you use? <laughs> My right hand, which does not have the left glove on it. All right, high five check. It's the most done check in this game. And you, mm -hmm. and you hit him uh, again with near perfection, uh, and you, you kind of like align his chakra when you do that uh, with <laughs> your hand, and he's just kind of like, oh. Like he lets out like a nice little, that felt good. Nice. I wink at him as we leave. Yeah, I'm pretty, so, I, I say, Daryl, I'm impressed. You didn't know how to high five yesterday. We'll see if it holds out. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, it's clear uh, as Jiminy Jiminy is shaking his head while you guys are walking away that he has no idea what just happened. Like he, you pulled him in so many directions. <laughs> you showed up out of, you showed out of nowhere. You stole his money. You gave it back. And then you yeah made fun of him, and then you high fived him till he like till he felt good. So like it's it it's was been a, weird a day. day for him. It's been a day. It's been a day, and it's only the morning. Uh, the the fragrant smell of the dew on the grass greets your nostrils, and the birds chirping, and as the nice weather approaches from the morning, as you wake your way down into the middle of the town. Uh, the square has uh, a few large buildings. One of them, obviously, uh, is the sheriff's uh, place. Not because you can read any of the words on the building, but because there's a large <laughs> sheriff's badge uh, painted 
uh, just to make sure. Uh, and the picture of a jail. <laughs> Thank goodness there's that. <laughs> the picture of a jail. I like it. Uh, this, this is like explaining the time that I went to China. That's exactly how like everything was. It was like everything was in Chinese and then also English. And then there was a picture for dummies like me. <laughs> Ice cream. So... Uh, and then there's another building that looks like uh, what you might consider to be a, a tavern. Uh, and then there is a big, uh, what looks like trading post, uh, with, with a crier out front of it. And he's just yelling. He's yelling a lot of stuff. He's like, welcome to Darby Darby's. Darby Darby's Emporium of good stuff to have in a pinch. That's what this place is called. Oh, it's a good place to come. And he's looking directly at you in your eyes. That sounds like a really <laughs> good place to go. <laughs> are we yeah are we distracted Should we we need to are we in a pinch i think we're in a pinch we better go see what darby it's, darby has yeah I, oh I agree. some boys out of towners eh yes we're in That's a pinch darby darby <laughs> oh i'm not darby darby i just work for him he's in there uh my oh. name is uh larby larby did you know <laughs> i'm his i'm his <laughs> What are we talking to you for? <laughs> I'm just holding this. I'm just holding this sign out here, getting everybody to come into my 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 brother's place. You know, my brother Darby Darby owns this place. I'm just his down on the look other brother, Larby Larby. I don't make a lot of friends, and I don't make a lot of sales, and I'm just here holding the sign because I'm down on my luck. Oh. Oh, oh man, oh, you should have com- combined your names and sold roast beef. Called it Arby Arby. Oh. Nailed it. <laughs> That's a that'd be a pretty good business, and I would have said that too, and I would have done it with my best friend if he hadn't been murdered yesterday. <gasps> yesterday. <laughs> so, do, do, does your friend wait cook? What do you mean? What do you mean cook? I I hide my knife spoon under my. I don't think I have a cloak. Oh, my backpack. Uh, even 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 you, in in your lack of intelligence, realizes that the two places that you like the place you were yesterday and the place you are today are not related at all. So oh, he's, <laughs> he's talking about he's talking about some person that was in town. Hmm. So there's been a murder. He's like, yeah, there's been a murder. You gotta come help. Uh, I I know Fleur Dirt had sent for some help for some from some sort of weird guild, bunch of yahoos with with medallions and cloaks and gloves and such it's called the order it's called the order the order what a name very creative does the guy see our our medallion gloves or does he not see them are you wearing them like in front of his face i just wear i don't think i took my yeah i don't think i took mine off either yeah he's like oh cool gloves those those look really important really cool Anyway, come on into Darby Darby's uh, Emporium and uh, let's see what he's got. Do you guys want to buy stuff? You want to buy some stuff? You want some stuff to buy? Uh, I think that we're in a pinch. We got to check it out. <laughs> we're in a pinch with no dollars. So yeah, let's go in. I have this really valuable string though. Oh yeah, nice. That's true. Daryl, get us the stuff to get us out of a pinch with that string. You push uh, your way into the building. Oh, did you want to say something else? Yep, no, that's the lay of the land. You push your way into the building. It has sort of saloonish-style doors that swing back and forth as you clomp on in. Uh, inside, uh, the colors are the first thing that you notice. There's so many, and they clash with everything. Uh, so much so that it's almost distracting. Uh, you can barely see the merchandise at all. Uh, a, a gnome, he sits on a comically tall stool wearing very large shoes and a very small hat. And he is, uh, 
<laughs> he looks at you, and he's just like, oh, I'm Darby Darby, coming into my stuff. Oh, outsiders, eh? Outsiders. Good. In for the festival? Here for a murder? Did you kill somebody? What are you doing here? Are you in a pinch? I got the stuff. Oh. Is he as tall I like... as, as I am with his, with his, uh, with his stool that he's sitting on? Oh, in? his stool His stool is taller than you. His stool is, is, is taller than Caleb. He's, he's like eight feet up in the air. Wow. Kind of oh, wow. almost, almost town criering down to you guys. He's got big striped pants on, kind of balloonish style pants as well, and a little a little man's jacket, like he's a fancy man, but it's but it's sitting on a stool, looking kind of weird. How, how far so, down do his legs go? Does he have like fake legs or is no no like regular so he, legs? So he's he's sitting on top of the stool, and his legs aren't long at all, so they're not even going down the stool; they're just kind of going out. Does that make sense? Like they're just kind of like there's okay. not enough like a baby like his, like yeah, like his knees are not long enough to to make them go down. They're just sticking out, and he's got <laughs> and he's got really big shoes. So it's like like his clothes go from obscenely large on his feet all the way to comically tiny on his head. It's yeah, yeah, that's a the great way, way to just, put it. Like his yeah, balloony yeah, he, pants, his small coat, and his tiny hat. Yeah, exactly. He he's like a weird pyramid clothed person. Where yeah, exactly. His shoes are really long. Then his pants are big, but they get they they taper at the waist. And then his jacket is fitted, and he's not wearing a shirt under the jacket, which is really weird. And then there is a he's just got like a little like a bowler cap on, but it's real tiny. <laughs> All right, I take the scene in, and then you know how you're like frown, but with like respect, and I give him a good nod. I I kind of like the clashing colors in here. I'm All right, you, frown, you you frown spect him. He, yeah, uh, frown spect. You frown spect him. Uh, are you trying to accomplish anything specific with that? Uh, just build rapport. Just be like, you know, yeah, I see what you got going on here. I like He's the like, store. I'm, I made a good choice coming in here. <laughs> He's like, easy on the grimace there, pal. Uh, <laughs> half orcs uh, gr- gr- grinning or, or frowning. Both they look the same, apparently. Uh, what do you what do you need? What do you need? Uh, I've got all kinds of stuff. I've got normal types of things, normal things, nothing weird. I got nothing weird in here. Don't ask. Let's ask. hear it about the weird about... things. <laughs> ah, you found me out. I see that you are a man of culture and that you uh, that you must be someone who uh, bargains heavily. Um, oh, if you say so. He's like, why don't you come down here? And he jumps he, he jumps off of his little stool, and he does like a, a neat little flip, and he kind of lands on his shoes, and they squeak. They go, Wah! when he like lands on his shoes. He's a clown uh, man. He's kind of a clown, a clown baby. Man. He's a clown man. <laughs> he's a clown baby. He's like, look at this. And he's got all kinds of weird trinkets and stuff uh, in, his, in his shop. He's like, I'm an oddities shop. You never know when I'm going to need uh, some of this stuff. There's all kinds of weird figurines. There's carvings, wood carvings of different animals. Uh, there's like buttons of various sizes and various materials. Uh, he also has a few, uh, basic spell components that you might need in order to cast various spells as a wizard. Oh, do I need to do spell components? (laughs) Nope, because you're not a wizard. Oh, good. That's true. (laughs) Um, none of this looks like stuff that we need in a pinch. Well, why, yeah. don't you, uh, why don't you be a little bit more specific about what kind of pinch you're in, boys, and I'll see if I can suggest something. Well, so I show him my spoon knife, and I say, this spoon knife, like, it's pretty cool, but you know what would make it cooler? Is if I had mm-hmm. a dangly bit to put on it somewhere. A dangly bit. Uh, were mm-hmm. you thinking on the aft or, or four? <laughs> Does that even apply to spoon knives? I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know. 
Do you want it to dangle from the tip or the or the 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 bottom? Uh, like somewhere in the middle, by the you... the handle where I grip it. Okay. Oh, you want some grippy stuff? I got just the thing for you. And he roots around in his pockets, weirdly enough, and he pulls out a big uh, throng of leather. He's like, "This is the grippiest, stickiest leather that I've ever found. It's been in my pocket. I've been keeping it warm just for you." <laughs> Um, I'll take it. The problem is, is I got no money, but what I do have is a dead chicken with laser eyes. <laughs> do they, do they still work? I, I, I don't know. Like I haven't dared to open them up for fear of getting my head lasered off. I suggest never, that you don't either, but. Well, never mind. Never mind. I mean, I, first rule of selling, don't oversell it. You have me a dead chicken. I would have taken a dead chicken. <laughs> oh, oh, well. It's a normal dead chicken. Hey, also, uh, by the way, I was thinking that a spoon knife seems like a sort of an impractical type of weapon. Uh, but perhaps uh, you, being the, the orcish type fellow that you are, uh, perhaps your mother had uh, maybe smacked you with a spoon when you were a kid. Did that ever happen? Oh, man. So many times. How did you know? You're bringing up well, really bad memories for me right now. Well, I'm sorry, but I can Darryl, see the pain Darryl. of your childhood. I can see the pain of your childhood in your eyes, and I was thinking, you know, uh, it looks like the man who's got hit by a spoon, and usually people carry the trauma around with them. So you're carrying a spoon around, you're hitting other people <laughs> with it. So uh, I made some assumptions. I'm not gonna lie, I made some assumptions. But here, here's the thing, right? Do you ever notice the difference between getting hit with a slotted spoon versus getting hit with a normal spoon? Oh yeah, definitely. It sucks your skin up into those little slots and stings like the dickens. Yep, no air compression. We're talking 100% whistling slapper. I think uh, if if you if you do me a right favor here, I could put some slots in that spoon. You'd be slapping good all day. Well, think? yeah, Sam Squanch wants to be a happy slapper, so uh, lay it on me. What's my task? Happy slapper. That's that's what we'll call the weapon when we're finished with it. We're making this together, you and I. We're striking out in the world together. Who's this other guy? What do you want? Daryl, is it? <laughs> I'm just here for the ride, buddy. But I do have uh, some things to trade if if uh, if needed for this spoon. Ah, uh, one second, one second. Okay, so we got chicken. Uh, let Look, my good friend, Fleur Dirt, he's the sheriff of this town. He might be my brother. He might not be my brother. We might all be related. This might be a bad place to be. So listen. Uh, go help him. Find out who murdered him. Uh, the person that was murdered uh, was a good Did friend someone of murdered my brother. Fleur Dirt? No, no, no. Fleur Dirt is the sheriff. Someone else was murdered. The, it was uh, Larby Larby. His uh, his friend was murdered. Larby Larby's my brother. I'm Darby Darby. He's Larby Larby. Go to the Fleur Dirt's house and see who was murdered. Are you following me? Am I speaking too fast? What's going on? <laughs> you got Darby oh. Darby and Larby Larby, but who's your brother that got killed? I'm sorry, I forgot that you guys were men of culture, not men of learning. So listen, listen, listen. Let me speak it for you. So go sheriff house fast, help murder kill, come back, spoon slots. Yes? Murder kill, I'm in. Got it. Good. All right. Uh, you shake hands with him, and as uh, as you leave, he's like, oh, wait, wait one second. You said you had something to trade, did you? Yeah, I, I like your hat, and I have this really valuable string. And I cast valuable, distort value on the string to make it seem really valuable. All right, let me hold on. Just let me look at the spell really quick. Does it have to do um, anything? Like, do you? Does, is there like a check that has to be made? It doesn't do say know? so. Oh, you're looking. Oh, I'm just. I just. He's got it right here. Valuable spell. Do you need to squeeze a few more pieces of gold out of a merchant? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you just have to be able to touch it. That's all you got to do. 
Yeah, so I'm touching the string and I'm making it valuable. Oh, and you have to say it's got a verbal component. So I'd like to hear the spell that you that you speak, Daryl. I say this is valuable. <laughs> <laughs> it's a declaration of fact. That's the the number one thing. Right. <laughs> So as you say it in your hand, the string seems to elongate, and not only uh, before where it just seemed a pale, almost whitish type of kite string, it now glows faintly with the, with the glory uh, of, a, of a well-made masterwork piece of string. Uh, Darby Darby's eyes go wide, and he says, that's perhaps the most beautiful piece of string I've ever seen. Mine also... too. I do like a double take, <laughs> like, holy, holy cow. Where did you get that uh, string, I ask? Uh, I don't, I disregard the statement. Uh, I cast uh, a... <laughs> Minor illusion to also make it sound like there's a, a big crowd of people just really clamoring over the string. Oh, so the, there's a crowd going, everyone's going, oh, oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. Everyone, so you just hear that, and uh, it, it works. Like everyone, everyone, uh, or at least Darby Darby, he's pretty entranced by the string. He's like, that's pretty great. You know what I'll give you? You, you said you wanted my hat? I want a really cool hat. Any cool hat. doesn't have to be my hat. Uh, sure, yeah. You're, I mean, you're the hat man. All right, well, answer me a few questions about a hat. Does it have to be tall, or could it be small? I, uh, do like small things. Small things are good, but should it be wide, or maybe not should? Oh, I like wide. <laughs> small and wide. Small and wide. Oh, a flat. Uh, pancakes or waffles uh, for a snack. Uh, definitely waffles with no butter and some peanut butter on it and some oh. and, and some syrup. A John F. Kennedy Jr., I see. <laughs> <laughs> I get you, I get you. You want something sticky with ridges, long, not short, wide, not flat, right? Yeah, you, you're the boss. Uh, he's like, I got just a thing. Now, you leave the string right there on the counter and, and don't make any of that ooing and ahhing go away because that's pretty neat. <laughs> I, he okay, reach, I he trust goes you. The, he goes into the back and he, he brings out uh, what is essentially uh, a big, flat, uh, like a, almost like a sailor's hat, uh, but it, it's it's very, very short and it's very, very wide. And he's like, you put this thing on, it'll keep you warm for forever, and it, but it's going to stick to your head. You said you like it to be sticky, so I filled, I filled it full of glue. I filled it full of glue. I'm pretty good. That was really fast. Uh, okay, I'm going to – I just put it on this sailor's hat. Yeah, the glue, the glue just sinks into your hair. And you're like, ugh. Is it the kind it, of sailor hat that has like a little brim on the front, like a little captain absolutely. hat? Absolutely. Yeah, a little okay, – cool. it's a it's – a, it's like it's like a captain's hat, like the guy from The Simpsons wears. You know what I'm talking about? A little <laughs> yeah, anchor, okay. like a little anchor on the front, but it's not poofy. It's very thin, very thin. Perfect. Just the just he, the hat I've wanted. He's like, great. You look great. You look wonderful. You look like the most smartest person in this room right now. So, uh, why don't you guys get over to the sheriff's house and we'll call it a day. I like the part about how it makes me feel warm all the time. It does make you feel warm. It feels really warm. In fact, you might be having a reaction to the glue. But don't worry, that should subside in about 48 hours. So, <laughs> if, it, if it lasts longer, go talk to your doctor. Talk to your doctor. And guess who the doctor of this town is? That's right, it's me, Darby Darby. At night, this becomes a clinic. Well, I'll see you later. Uh, once you come back after helping with that murder, I'm going to put a lot of slots in that spoon. You keep, my, keep me honest. Keep me honest. Sounds good, Darby Darby. All right. As you walk out of the uh, Darby Darby shot, or shop and you point your way towards the sheriff's uh, the 
the time for D&D has ended for today. Woo! Nice, that's pretty good. So you did Arby it. Arby's. Darby Darby, Larby Larby's, Arby Arby's. All right, and that should uh, wrap it up for us. Any closing thoughts or feelings? Nope. I'll take that as a nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is well, fun adventure. I'm, I'm glad that we, had, we did it. It was great. Yep, it's, okay. yep, it's been a lot um, of fun. Good job, Brian. You met you met a weird person and you and you, and you bought a hat from him. That's good. Good D and D. And we made All right, well, a slotted spoon. Nate, you wanna you wanna sign us off tonight, Nate? You wanna you wanna give us our closing statements here? Thanks everybody, and have a good night and a good day and a good morning to 